What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. You guys, we have someone who is extremely nervous on the episode today, and I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm absolutely shocked that he said yes, and that is my husband, Matt. Matt, how are you? Good. Fortunately, to do this. You, you what? I was forced to do this. You were forced to do this? Yeah. Okay. But I wanted to do it. Great start to the episode. Um, <laughs> Matt, I just want you to do exactly what all of us women do on this podcast. And I want you to share your miscarriage story, aka our story, but it will be coming from your point of view, which I think will be very interesting for everybody listening and may cause a divorce, a live divorce. You guys know I'm just kidding. All right, Matt, go ahead. Why don't you just tell your story? So my story would probably be a lot shorter than the one that you told. I've never told my full story on this podcast. No. Okay. All right. So we have our rainbow baby number five right now, Ryan. Um, But to get to this journey, we have, or you, had four miscarriages. Uh, The first one was, was about a year and a half ago now. Year and a quarter ago? Mm, no. How far along? Ago? <laughs> the first one yeah. was fall of 2017. Okay, so not too far off. Just over a year and a half. Isn't it 2019 right now? Yeah, so 18. Okay, not quite two years. Really? Yeah. Gosh, it feels like longer than that. Okay. Yeah. But the first, so the first one, I think it was five weeks ish. We found out. We told our parents right away. We were super excited. And then we found out um, that you had miscarried. Um, I know you took it a lot harder than I did. I took it more as just, hey, it was nature's way of saying something wasn't right. It was just more of a chemical pregnancy. Um, But obviously, I think uh, girls probably take it more into heart, too, because it's in their body versus the the guy's body. I think guys, because our bodies aren't changing, it's a lot different for us. Uh, second one was right around the same, wasn't it? Uh, six, seven weeks? Um, second one was like five, almost five weeks, I think. Okay. About five weeks. So after that one, then I started getting a little more nervous about it. I know the first one, like I said, I wasn't too nervous about it. I thought it was just, okay, it's one in four chance. So was it more like nerves for you than like sadness or what? How did you feel? I was definitely sad. Um, but the second one, after you told me you got pregnant, I wasn't too nervous per se for the second one. I thought, Hey, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I did too. I thought the second one was like, uh, for sure. Yeah. I thought the one in four chance that's over. It can't happen again to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, the doctors really make you think that too. True. Yep. By the stats they give you. Um, so after that one happened, that's when I started getting, I mean, I was definitely more sad even after the second one. Um, and then I started getting more nervous for future too after that. Um, if we're going to be able to have kids or if we have to look at other options. Um, so after the third one, um, they all kind of snowball effect and got even more sad after that one and uh, kept getting more and more real to me that, hey, there might be a chance that 
we might not be able to have our own kid. So I'm just curious, like, what kind of sadness did you feel? Like, what were you sad about? Um, more or less looking, I mean, definitely for you, because I could definitely see it in you, how sad you were. Um, for me, I'm more of a person that if it happens, let's just move on, as you know that. Um, we'll get try the next time. But I was more sad myself for looking at the future. When we found out that we were pregnant of what I could do with the kid, you know, playing catch outside, learning. and Almost like missing out. Yeah. More so yep. than like a death yes. to you. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's definitely that for me too, but there's also like other factors that were making me really sad. So it was like the missing out. It was, you know, I was mourning a death. Um, yeah. The anxiety of like my body not cooperating. Um, yeah. I mean, not saying that every guy's going to be the same, but I know for myself at least, my body's not changing. So I didn't really mourn a death as much as, you know. Yeah. Sadness of missing out for the future and and obviously watching you, how sad you were with not being able to, you know, mm-hmm. go through the whole pregnancy. So then the, the next one, the fourth one there is, was kind of it's the same thing. That's when I really thought that I didn't know if we'd ever be able to have kids after the fourth one for sure. Yeah. I really thought that we'd have to look at other options, obviously, which we did. That is when we started looking at other yeah. options, like IVF, and yep. we met with a reproductive endocrinologist, and now I'm taking over the story, so you keep going. <laughs> no, and I, I really thought that at some point then we'd probably just have to adopt, because I didn't know how much really you more you could take, too, because everyone was kind of snowballing, and I could tell it was affecting you more and more and more and more. Not, I don't know. I kind of felt like a, a beast, though. I was... You know, for going through something that traumatic and that, you know, physically and emotionally traumatic, I felt like, yeah, I was really sad and I was really anxious. And But I also feel like I handled it like a champ. No, I was just going to say, you did handle it like a champ really good. I mean, I don't know how else you could handle it even any better, but I could tell that every time, you know, we had a miscarriage in a one, two, three, four, I could tell that, and you see it looking at you in your eyes that... Well, I definitely like, changed like, a lot. You did. Yeah, it was more like a defeat every time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, the fifth one there, and we got lucky number five there, and we had Ryan, and I mean, I was nervous for the first probably 10 weeks, I'd say. Yeah. And then after that, I thought, okay, we made it past where we made before, and I started kind of more relaxing. Oh, I know we had some scares here and there where you thought you were bleeding here and there, and we got pretty nervous, and you went to the hospital, high blood pressure, a preeclampsia. So 10 weeks, and you, your anxiety dwindled? Somewhat, yes. Oh, I'm jealous. Mine do it all that about 38 weeks, the day that we had Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, once we got past that point where we never got had before. Yeah. That's what really... So six weeks? Yeah, so six weeks. Then... Six weeks is definitely like a little bit of like a milestone for me too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there was all these little milestones, but you probably felt a lot more relief earlier on than I did. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. So remember how many times I told you that we lost Ryan? I more than I can count probably. What was that like for you? Um, I was at work. I left work a couple of times. I, I took you on this roller coaster ride with me. Yeah, so I left. Remember, you called me a few times, and I'd get nervous. I mean, I knew I thought sometimes you're probably overreacting a little bit. But then again, I was right all the other times. You were, so that's what made me second guess even myself, you know, and the doctor. Because I know the doctor thought that hey, you're going to be nervous. They even told you that, you know, throughout the whole pregnancy. Yeah. So I was trying to keep a positive vibe the whole time. How would you say going through recurrent miscarriage affected marriage? 
I think it was definitely a stress. I mean, I think if you get pregnant the first time and have a kid, I mean, everything is probably going to be the best. It's not going to affect your early marriage at all. Um, because we both grieve differently, I think that was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier there, I'm someone who just it happened. Let's get over with it. Let's move on. I'll get on with life kind of kind of person. Where you more needed more time to grieve uh, mm-hmm. the loss of each baby. Yeah. And we still argue. No. About the miscarriages. We will always argue. I know. It's kind of crazy how it's, I don't even want to say over because I don't feel like it's ever really over. It's just something that changes you and it's with you forever. But like we have a rainbow baby and very curious to see how, you know, trying to conceive baby number two goes for us. Yes. And it, I mean, it could be a roller coaster ride for our second one. Is when... that what's going to break the camel's back? We will see y'all. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I think if we got through the first four and had the fifth one there, I think we'll, we'll have no problems with the other ones, yeah. even if we have some issues. We got this. We got this. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for jumping on and sharing your story. If you had one piece of advice for you know, women or men listening, what would that be? I'd say if you're going through uh, miscarriages, just know that the guys, or at least myself, grieve differently than uh, you did. A lot of women do. Um, so it's not there's not one right way to grieve uh, loss. Also, just know you're both grieving differently and just help each other both out and support each other. Yeah. And I won't even ask where people can find you because you don't want anybody to follow you. So (laughs) he's not a social media guy, um, but you guys can see him. And if you have any questions for him, you can definitely reach out to me. And I always link my social media in the description of the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, thanks. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.